Adult content intended for an adult audience only. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. Broken Hands by Slutty Bisexual Gui Dalton was thrilled. He had the entire summer to himself. He was 18 and had just graduated high school and was planning on taking a year off before deciding on which college to give way too much money to. His parents were taking their long-awaited cruise around the world, which they'd been talking about doing for years. This meant he had the whole place to himself to sleep in and do whatever the hell he wanted. Not a bad gig for a very popular 18-year-old with zero responsibilities. They knew he was probably gonna throw a party or two. They just asked him to be smart, not do any hard drugs, and avoid being arrested. It was great to have cool parents. They were partiers in their day too after all. They were naive. He was three days into this marvelous freedom when he received a text from his buddy Shane that a group of his friends were going to be meeting at the park across the street from his house that stoned and eat Chipotle and hang out. It was 11 a.m. and Dalton was still in bed. He opened his laptop and had a quick jack-off session like he did every morning, and then went to jump in the shower. Around 12 he was strolling out the front door wearing shorts, a baseball t-shirt, and flip-flops. The sunshine and the possibilities felt glorious on his quickly developing summer tan. On his way out the door he spotted his next-door neighbor Mrs. Holloway walking with her one-year-old daughter, London. Her first name was Adrian, if he remembered correctly. And he probably should remember, he gawked at Mrs. Holloway's obvious hotness from the moment they'd moved into the house some three years prior. She was a young widow, after her husband had died a few years back from a rare genetic disease. It was a shock to everyone that knew them. They'd been such a lovely, powerhouse couple. She was only twenty-seven, and well off from the money he'd left her. She didn't really need to work, but she ran a weekend bakery in town just to be around people and find something to distract herself with. She dated occasionally but was mostly bored with the options she encountered in town. They'd left the big city because they were ready for the comfortable, family portion of their life. And now she was on her own again. Just her in London, hanging in there, trying to find purpose in a mis-sized suburb feeling at times, a little lost. Dalton had jacked off plenty of times thinking about this young milf of a neighbor particularly on those days where he saw her tanning in their backyard from his upstairs window. She had these tiny bathing suits and on occasion would go sans top, not knowing that he was often in his room, spanking his monkey to the surprise display of supple nudity. His bedroom was the only one in the house with a good view of the neighbor's pool due to the height of their cherrywood fence, and he thanked his lucky stars for such an arrangement. She had brownish blonde hair with natural curls. It was always messy and attractive. It was always as it needed to be. Sexy. Fun. Funky. She basically looked hot in every thematic situation. Today she was wearing a very short jumper and tank top with slip-on sandals and a hemp leg bracelet. Her hair was thrown up in a simple pony, and she was wearing a large pair of rose gold sunglasses. She just looked effortlessly cute. Her daughter London was now walking everywhere in that brave waddle of first-worldly explorations, and she was constantly chasing the giggly little girl around the street and nearby cul-de-sac. Hey, Dalton! 
She waved kindly as she always did. She truly was a stellar neighbor. Everyone in the community loved her, besides the wives who had to scold their husbands when her juicy ass walked by and they invariably drooled, but even most of the wives wouldn't have minded getting a taste of her booty. She was that kind of hot. She actually looked a lot like Giada de Laurentiis, Dalton thought, after seeing the gorgeous celebrity chef on one of her mom's favorite cooking shows. She had a similar sort of sexy pep to her. She was also only five feet two inches, which is why she often wore heels, which only further accentuated that lovely ass that she worked to keep so fit. She ran and did hundreds of resistance band squats and all sorts of yoga. Hey, Mrs. Holloway, he responded back, always feeling slightly nervous around the attractive woman. How are the parents? She asked, as she corralled London to her exposed thigh to hold the child close. Oh, they're amazing. They're on their cruise right now, he told her, trying not to stare at her breasts poking out from the top of her loose tank top. Oh, that's right, your mom mentioned that. So, you get to have the whole house to yourself, eh? That sounds like a pretty sweet setup for, what are you, seventeen now? She asked, mostly distracted by her daughter running through her legs over and over again as she played. No, I turned eighteen at the beginning of the year, he said proudly, trying his best to keep his eyes off her legs and ass and breasts and lips and everything else she had going on. Ah, that's right, she said, but it was clear her daughter was becoming impatient to continue on to the park. The sun was out and fun was waiting. Well, it was nice talking to you. We have a date with a playground to get to. Talk to you later, she said, and they were off. By Mrs. Holloway, he said, and she looked back over her shoulder and smiled, even as her gorgeous booty sashayed away. You can call me Adrian. Mrs. Holloway makes me feel old. She gave him a friendly wave and he repeated the gesture. Dalton cut across the street which emptied directly into a sprawling, tree-lined park that was at the very center of the upper-middle-income neighborhood he'd grown up in. It really was a great place to grow up. Little League baseball and soccer took place right across the street. There were four baseball diamonds, daytime and nighttime tennis courts, tons of fields and some area of rolling grass hills where playgrounds, a dog park, and bocce ball courts all collided together in a spiderweb of outdoor activity. The park even had a lovely lake at its center where people fed ducks bread even though the signs said not to. Dalton headed over to the large area of sloping grass hills which dotted the top of the park. When he got there he saw five of his friends spread out on a hodgepodge of blankets and towels, with various drinks in hand. There was a portable speaker and some open bags of cookies and potato chips. Sup, losers! He said to the two girls and three guys hanging in a loose circle enjoying the midday sunshine. It was a lazy Tuesday on the first week of summer. Some kids would be starting college in the fall, some would be traveling, and others would simply be taking the year off, like Dalton was, to do some wandering. Such was the inherent privilege some were born into. Dalton tried to keep this in mind when it came to the way he carried himself. He was a good kid. So were his friends. But they were also eighteen-year-olds, so... We're doing all the weed and drinking all the alcohols, a girl named Kiona said in a humorous voice. He'd taken her to prom the year before. They were long-time, platonic friends. Ah, yes, the devil's lettuce and whatever shitty beer you guys were able to steal from Brewster's brother's garage. 
Dalton joked as as they laughed in agreement. They clearly had already gotten a head start. What, you think Keystone Light is shitty beer? Brewster said in mock indignation. He opened a bottle and handed it to Dalton. His name was Bruce, but he hated it because he said it made him sound like a 48-year-old life insurance salesman. And he wasn't wrong. Kelsey and Bennett and Shane rounded out the group. Dalton said was up to everyone with various fist bumps and quirks, and an afternoon of drinking and smoking and not worrying about anything at all soon commenced. What a time to be alive. It was some hours later and Dalton was a little sunburnt and a little cross-faded. He decided to head home and order himself a pizza. He polished off his beer and tossed it into a nearby can with that effortless confidence of youth. Kobe doing work, Brewster hyped, as Dalton strolled away chuckling, after saying goodbye to his friends. The late afternoon air felt relaxing on his skin. He was only wearing shorts and a t-shirt. As he headed back to the house on the main path he came across the smaller of the park's three playgrounds. He noticed the familiar frame and sexy hair of Mrs. Holloway, perched at a nearby playground speaking with what was clearly a very interested dad. London was, as usual, the most energetic bumblebee in the hive, climbing this way and that on the nearby equipment. She was already incredibly adept at the various slides and ladders for not even being two. This was probably their second visit to the park that day. Mrs. Holloway usually made numerous trips when London was feeling particularly bored. Dalton noticed that she was doing her best to be polite and shed his advances, but he'd probably been barbecue day drinking as so many of the fathers in the neighborhood were known to do if they were home during the day. Suburbia was a nightly fucking rerun, that was for sure, Dalton thought to himself. And then, as he got closer to Mrs. Holloway, he caught her eye for a moment, and she almost seemed to smile, as if this might give her an out. Oh, hey Dalton! How are the parents? She asked, making up a reason for a conversation. The dad already looked irritated as he turned around to see the popular neighborhood teen approaching. Dalton was about to save her and respond when his eyes scanned over to the big kid's swing set where a darting London was waddling directly across the path of the incoming swingers. The kid in the first seat was a high schooler messing around with his friends. They were doing cherry bombs and flips and other varieties of never-grow-up revelry. The kid was big and stocky. Adrian followed his worried expression to see what he had seen. She gasped. Dalton felt a burst of adrenaline and did the only thing he could. He sprinted past Mrs. Holloway and the divorcee and dove down to his knees on the playground wood chips, pushing London forward and out of the way, just in the nanosecond of time. She flew an extra foot and fell on her face, just between the diving bombs of childhood kinetic energy swooping from on high. The next thing that happened was the most painful thing that had ever happened in Dalton's fairly charmed life up until that point. He was smashed into where London had just been standing. The kid on the swing had been wearing a pair of hard-nosed shoes, and he hadn't seen them coming because he'd been hanging his head back and enjoying the rush of the late afternoon breeze in his hair. School was out, after all. There couldn't have been a more unlucky connection of his feet against Dalton's wrists and arms. His inside arm was hit first, and was broken. His outside hand got a direct force of toe, which broke his wrist. Dalton collapsed over in a wheeze of shocking pain, as he felt his breath catch in his chest. A woof woodwig, he moaned, 
as his whole body tensed and the proper alarms were raised. Adrian screamed and ran over to the scene, checking on them both. Dalton? She yelled for him, even as she swooped up London and held her tightly to her. The little girl was crying. Her face had a small scratch. Numerous adults had come over to check on them, including the mortified group of teens. The boy who had smashed into him seemed shaken, but otherwise unscathed. Dalton was in much worse shape. It was very clear to everyone who had seen it happen. He'd very possibly saved that toddler from what could have been a very bad injury. Mrs. Holloway helped Dalton to slowly sit up, even as he gritted and wanted to cry, unable to put any weight on his arms. Hey honey, talk to me. Tell me what hurts. Mrs. Holloway was so concerned for this young man that had heroically dived in to save her daughter. She urgently attended to him using what she knew. Fuck, I'm sorry, fuck, my wrist, O-M-M-F-F-F-F-G-G-H-H, and my arm. He was trying to hold them up, as they both had shooting pains that racked his body with an intense throb of pain. Okay, she said, lightly holding his arms and feeling for his reactions to her touch. I think you might have some broken bones. I've got some nursing experience. Do you want me to call you an ambulance? Or would you rather I just drive you to a hospital? She asked him, speaking calmly and holding his attention. She knew he needed him to focus on her and not the trauma of the brakes. The man she'd been talking to was holding his phone up with 911 pulled up, waiting for the decision. Dalton tried to tough it out for a second. Maybe they were just sprained. Maybe this was just an overreaction. He stretched his arm and wrist again and was unable to move them like he usually would. The pain was unbearable. But he also didn't want to call an ambulance. He wondered what that might cost his parents, and the last thing he needed was for them to know he was suddenly in trouble at the start of his amazing staycation, with the house all to himself. Um, he pondered it a moment longer, trying to stem the pain so he could think. It was no use. He would need to go. Can you drive me? He asked her, somewhat embarrassed at the request. Of course, come on, let's go. They helped him up and London was already done crying. She was a tough kid. She actually seemed more fascinated at her mother's quick-moving actions. They headed home from the park and Dalton followed Mrs. Holloway into her large garage, which she opened from a code panel on the outside. She fastened London into her car seat and grabbed her a fruit snack hidden in a side handle, and then she helped Dalton gingerly climb into the taller, SUV passenger seat. He was not in good shape, but even with his broken bones, he couldn't help loving the feel of Mrs. Holloway's hand on his side and hips as she helped him in and then buckled his seatbelt. She was just way too much of a crush for him to ignore the closeness. Dalton wondered if he might be in shock. Or maybe his brain was just overloaded. She drove as safely fast as she could, though perhaps cheated a few yellow lights, and soon they had arrived at the hospital a mile down the road. It was a medium-sized emergency room which Dalton had been in before for his dad's Christmas nail gun incident. I didn't even ask, do you have insurance? She asked him hopefully. She was so guilt-ridden from what had happened. That much was very clear. Dalton felt bad but he adored her attention. Yeah, this is our hospital. My card is in my wallet. He groaned as the car was jolted into park at one of the closest spots to the brightly lit entrance. The parking lot was fairly empty. 
She got London out and put her in a stroller, and then helped Dalton out of the car, and now he was really starting to feel the pain. He hardly noticed Mrs. Holloway's tight body pressed against his as she helped him hop out of the car. Hardly at all. They walked delicately inside, and when they got to the counter an older woman with half-moon spectacles asked how she could help. Mrs. Holloway did all the talking and succinctly explained what had transpired at the park. The desk nurse looked concerned as Dalton was very clearly in pain. She asked for his info if they had it, and Mrs. Holloway looked to him insistently. I'm gonna grab your wallet for you, okay? Immediately realizing he wouldn't be able to reach back and snag it like this. Yeah, that's fine, he said a little breathlessly. She reached into his pocket and took it out, fishing around for the card and holding back a smirk when she noticed a Trojan condom lodged in a deeper pocket. Even during a pressure-packed moment, Adrian had a sense of humor. He was an eighteen-year-old boy. Of course he'd be walking around with a condom in his wallet. Although maybe she should have dated better guys in high school because they always seemed to be lacking for some odd reason. After finding it behind his emergency credit card, she handed it over and quickly helped him fill out his paperwork. The nurse said they could figure out the rest in the room and within five minutes they were ushering them back into the quiet examination area hallways. They got him into an empty room and had him sit on the wax-papered exam table. How are you doing? Adrian checked in on him, and Dalton winced a little and braved a grin her way. He wanted ever so badly to be stoic. I mean, I guess it could be worse, he joked. Adrian laughed a little. They had to laugh. It was one of those moments in life. What a fucking day. London was getting a little fussy in her stroller, and Adrian quelled that with a well-placed tablet featuring touch-play games. The nurse and doctor both arrived in short order and the suspicions that Adrian had at the park were quickly seconded. There would be some ordered x-rays to follow that would confirm the diagnosis. Two solid breaks. Neither requiring surgery. But both would need partial casts. Six to seven weeks for both, as far as the healing timeline was concerned. Dalton was expectedly devastated. He could feel the freedom of his summer getting that gut punch. Mrs. Holloway felt guilty as hell. He'd been injured saving her little girl. She was embarrassed about the impending phone call with his parents that she knew she was going to have to make. When they were back at the car an hour later, it was seven in the evening. She helped him back in and buckled him up, then repeated the move for London and the stroller. They pulled out of the lot and onto the twilight-lit road. Dalton had his two casts on his hand and arm, and London was fussy and ready for bed. Dalton, I don't know how to thank you for what you did, she said to him from the driver's seat as she clicked on a blinker at a red light. It's okay, he assured her. The hospital had given him a starter dosage of Vicodin and a prescription for much more. Nothing really hurt now. He was just achy and exhausted from the physical and emotional toll of it all. We need to call your parents, Mrs. Holloway said responsibly as they pulled out of the driveway. A small panic came over Dalton. He didn't want to involve his parents. Especially when it might mean the end of his carefree summer. Oh. Please. Don't. Dalton begged, as his sexy milf of a neighbor scrolled through her phone, looking for their contact info. No. She said, almost surprised, but also still feeling so grateful to this brave young man for what he had done. Look. He started 
trying to think of the best way to make his case. This is their first vacation in forever, and it's my first chance to just be on my own. If you call them, it'll ruin everything, and they'll come home early and I'll feel terrible. He fervently explained his stance. He was terrified she was going to call anyway. She was an adult after all. She stared at her 18-year-old neighbor. Her daughter's hero. Every logical bone in her body told her she needed to make the call and let his parents know about what had happened. But she couldn't do it. He had sacrificed himself for her little girl. She would have felt like an asshole after hearing what he so desperately wanted. Okay, she agreed, sheathing her phone in her cup holder. But Dalton, what are you gonna do? You are going to need help. They were driving into the neighborhood now. Mrs. Holloway looked over at him, true concern in her voice. And definitely some guilt to boot. I'll be fine. Really. I'll figure it out. He said. He was hungry and tired, and a little sad as he pondered the lost opportunities of his summer. Adrian could tell how down he was. She felt terrible. Well, look, Dalton. You should at least let me help. She reasoned with him. She was determined to make sure she paid him back now. She had to. I can come over and help you with dinner and any other things you might need. She said. Dalton was a little embarrassed to even consider what that might entail. He didn't want to feel baited. But he also had to admit it was kind of exciting to think that this insanely hot woman would come over to his empty house and help him out. Maybe there was a silver lining to all of this. Okay, yeah, I guess you can help out if you want. I don't want to inconvenience you, you know? I could probably get one of my friends to help. He said, trying to be humble in this scenario. It was awkward, to say the least. Well, if you're more comfortable with that, that's always fine too. But I'm just next door. So, here, can you get to your phone? She asked. Yeah. Dalton grunted as he was able to shimmy his phone out of his left pocket with his broken wrist hand. It was his right side that had the full broken arm, and this one felt much worse off. I want you to put my number in your phone and just text me whenever you need anything, okay? She said to him, still sounding responsibly concerned for his needs. He was so warmed at her intense helpfulness. She was really cool for being so understanding. She rattled off her digits and Dalton typed them in with his offhand, and saved her name simply as Milf, he was the only one that would ever see it. This might have been the Vicodin making him a little loopy, but whatever. He needed something to smile about. Okay, thank you so much, it means a lot, he said, as he looked over at her and his eyes ran down her gorgeous body. The car pulled into her driveway. She helped him get over to his house and inside and then asked if there was anything she could do. He thanked her and said he'd be good for the night. Mrs. Holloway gave him a final appreciative look, then left to get her daughter down for bed. All of a sudden Dalton was alone in his fucked-up situation. He spent the night feeling progressively angrier at the situation. It was one of those bad-luck-life moments that everyone has to experience. But the timing was horrendously stupid— that was for sure. This was supposed to be his fuck around, do drugs, have sex, don't worry about when to wake up, when to go to sleep, or when to be home, summer. Now it was quickly apparent that it was going to be the take 20 minutes to get dressed, take 20 minutes to go to the bathroom, only wear clothing that doesn't require zipping slash bunning slash tying, 
type of summer. Dalton probably wasn't going to be invited to many parties considering he couldn't drive or hold a beer all that comfortably. Flip cup? Nope. Beer palm? Probably not. Wild sex with other girls about to head off to college? He'd probably snag a pity fuck or two based on his reputation alone, but he wasn't going to blow anyone's mind like this. All the energy of being 18, sucked up by a universally stupid accident. Fucking toddlers, he thought to himself. Fucking hero complexes, and he laughed again. The drugs had not worn off. He ate a very simple hot pocket, got a little stoned, watched TV, and then took an irritatingly long time figuring out his bathroom routine. Fuck. Dalton thought, as he finally began to understand the challenges he was going to face in the bathroom. The doctor had explained that he would need to keep both casts dry whenever he showered or took a bath. That meant taping bags around his arms or buying some of the fancier shower covers that they made now. He'd have to get on that in the morning. Tonight he awkwardly showered with his body in the spray and his casts held outside the glass door, moving parts of himself out slowly to apply what little soap he could with his left arm. He didn't want to get the casts wet and get an infection, but he needed some semblance of feeling clean. After a frustrating, half-successful thirty minutes with three soap drops— and even more grunts from all the uncomfortable contortions he had to hold, Dalton finally gave up. He got out and dried off and wondered how in the hell he was going to handle washing his hair for the next two months. After he was dry enough he snagged a large t-shirt and gym shorts, and slowly wiggled his way into both. Anytime his casts caught on something it hurt. Now the drugs were starting to wear off. He drank a ton of water and peed and then decided to turn in early. It was only nine, but his body needed the rest. What a fucking situation to be in, he thought. He drifted off to sleep, not wanting to dwell on how bummed he was, or the dull thud of swelling in his limbs. Across the street in her master bedroom, Adrian Holloway had already purchased four, rush delivery, waterproof shower cast covers. And then, after feeding her daughter, reading some books, and putting her down for bed, she smoked a pre-roll joint out on her back patio and snagged her laptop to up the proverbial ante. Fuck, she thought to herself. She was strangely impressed as she thought back to what Dalton had done. She smiled and laughed a little. What a fucking champ, she remarked out loud. I'm gonna spoil this kid. She navigated back to Amazon, and within ten minutes of searching had a Nintendo Switch and the five best games ordered and on the way. There was a fulfillment center right on the edge of town so packages usually made it to the house that next day if they were on rush. She nodded her head decidedly. This felt good. He deserved it. She enjoyed a glass of wine in the bathtub and after putting enough of her anxious guilt away, she tumbled into her large bed and fell asleep. She had an early morning ahead of her. That next day, Dalton opened his eyes to the distant sound of the doorbell. Huh! he wondered. He looked at his phone and saw that it was already eleven o'clock. Wow, he really had conked out. Who would be ringing the door on a random weekday with his parents out of town? Probably some package delivery, he figured. Fuck, he moaned, as he crawled out of bed and immediately felt the wonky state of his damaged bones. He headed down the stairs with a huge yawn. When he got to the door, he saw the silhouette of a person through the glass window. It looked like a woman. 
he checked the peephole and saw the warped version of Mrs. Holloway. She was holding a large bag in one hand and London in the other. She was dressed simply in jean shorts and a t-shirt with her hair down. Even casual, she always looked delightfully cute. He opened the door to his sexy neighbor. Hi, Dalton. How are you feeling? She asked. Ugh, you know. Groggy. I just woke up, he said, suddenly embarrassed at not having brushed his teeth yet. Yeah, that makes sense. I didn't mean to bother you. I just wanted to drop off a couple of odds and ends, she explained. Oh, yeah, uh, come on in, Dalton said, as he began to collect himself. His arms were making their presence known. His fresh brakes hurt. They walked into the adjacent dining room which flooded out into the large kitchen and living room. The whole house was very open concept. It looked like it had been taken charge of by the cast of Fixer Upper or Property Brothers. Dalton had always appreciated that his mom and dad weren't lame in that way. He definitely had cool parents. Well, uh, welcome to my house. He was trying not to wince. His arms hurt. He definitely had an air of wanting to look tough in front of his insanely hot neighbor. Yeah. I was here for your parents' Christmas party last year, she said, looking around the place. It's so great, she complimented. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dalton remembered the party now. He missed most of it due to an unfortunately scheduled HS tournament that played at the very beginning of the break. Well, I'm sorry to wake you up, but I wanted to bring over some stuff for you. She handed slid the bag over the dining room table, which they stood beside. Dalton looked through it, surprised at the gesture. Oh, shit, Dalton said with a cheeky grin. He'd spotted the Nintendo Switch and the various games. He had an Xbox, but probably wouldn't be doing that type of gaming with his arms barely working. But a Switch? He might be able to fuck with that, he thought. What a cool-ass lady she absolutely was. Damn, is that? He asked, already knowing. Yeah, I know. But look. She started, as she touched his shoulder softly, leaning towards him. I cannot thank you enough, Dalton. What you did was fucking incredible and I wanted to show my sincerest gratitude, okay? She said in the sweetest, most genuine way. She really did want him to have this. Dalton couldn't stand what a crush he had on this hot, slightly older woman. She was so damned beautiful in every single way. He found it difficult to keep his cool around her incredible presence. Sorry. I probably shouldn't be cursing around you cause you're only eighteen, but whatever, you're an adult now. I'm sure you aren't that innocent. She joked. He laughed at that. He'd literally been cross-faded in the park that previous day with his friends. He had used a curse word or two. Yeah, you're good Mrs. Holloway, and seriously, thank you. That's amazing. He looked through the rest of the gifts and found the shower bags. Of course. And remember. Call me Adrian, seriously. I'm not old. I'm not a missus, just Adrian, she insisted. Okay, well, thank you, Adrian, he said. He finished with a little grunt from the growing ache. You in pain? She asked, noticing. Yeah, I think the Vicodin has fully worn off. I need to head over to the pharmacy to get the prescription filled, he said, simply working through what he'd need next. He hadn't even meant to imply anything. 
Okay, great. Well, why don't you text me when you're ready, and I'll drive you over and we'll get it done before your arms hurt too much, yeah? She suggested, and he couldn't find a reason that didn't make sense. She clearly wanted to help. He agreed to that plan and she was off again, completely breezy in everything she did. Dalton shut the door and began the arduous process of getting ready. Everything was difficult. Brushing teeth. Rinsing his face off off. Eating breakfast. Everything took way longer and caused extra pain along the way. This was going to be a real shit show, he thought, as he went through each step and discovered his severe limitations. He settled on sweatpants and a t-shirt and some slip-on sandals that he usually used for post-soccer bus rides. He was glad for the summer heat. If he'd had to put on winter clothes he'd have been screwed. Everything hurt. He texted Adrian to let her know he was ready. She was over five minutes later. London was already packed up in the car, singing nonsensically to herself and playing with toys. She stood at his door, wearing some navy yoga pants and a white tank top with her hair in a simple braid. Ready? She said, already turning to head back towards her car. Dalton gulped as he saw her round ass accentuated in the yoga pants. Good lord, he said under his breath. Her ass was very much that. It was an aces. He followed her down his steps after locking his door gingerly, and then she was helping him back into her front seat, which they'd already gotten better at. They drove to the pharmacy and grabbed his prescriptions, and then made a quick stop at a grocery where Mrs. Holloway went into to purchase some Pop-Tarts breakfast sandwiches, lunchables, and other various easy-to-eat, ready-made meals. You know, you can't only eat this stuff all summer, she said, as they pulled out of the grocery store parking lot. I can't? he asked, laughing. He'd popped a pill the second they left the pharmacy, and he was already feeling better. No, you can't. Tell you what, how about you let me come over and make dinner for you tonight? She asked him kindly. He wasn't going to say no. He was entirely taken with her. She was intensely hot. Yeah, uh, that would be okay, he said, trying to be as nonchalant as possible. He'd already gotten hard earlier after seeing her but in those workout pants. An eighteen-year-old cock was the subject of many infrequent boners, and she certainly hadn't been helping that. She told him that London went to sleep at 7.30. When he was ready she'd simply walk the baby monitor over and set it up at his house. She knew from past attempts that it had great range out by the pool. Dalton took another nap that afternoon and ate when he woke up. Then he did his best to get ready and make the house look semi-presentable. He heard the doorbell promptly at 7.30. When he went to answer it, Mrs. Holloway was standing there in a loose pink sweatshirt and gray sweatpants that clung to her body quite unfairly. Then there was a pair of barely tied tennis shoes and her white ankle socks socks. She was carrying a canvas bag with a bottle of wine, some groceries, and her baby monitor. Hey there, she said with that signature charm. How's the neighborhood's newest Avenger feeling? She asked jokingly. Ugh, like I'm in the first half of the movie, he replied cheekily. He was getting more comfortable around this stunner because she was so darn nice to him. Well, that's understandable, you hungry? She pushed past him into his house. Dalton thought he could smell a little weed on her. That made sense, he reasoned. She seemed like she knew how to have fun. Yeah, starving. 
I've only had junk today, he admitted, closing the door and following her in. Told ya. She laughed. Okay, I'm gonna whip up some mini sandwiches and homemade soup. She promptly explained, as she walked into the kitchen area and he took a seat on the island bar stools. She kicked her shoes off and placed them by the door, and then got down to work. She plugged in the baby monitor and set the antenna up and sure enough, the picture came through perfectly clear. If anything happened or if London woke up, they'd know. With that worry out of the way, Adrian began to unpack the bag. She had all she needed to make her ham and Swiss with quince jam that she'd grown up on, with some tomato basil soup on the side for good measure. The truly genius move had been that she'd brought over two large boba straws so that she could serve the soups in tall cups. This was so that Dalton wouldn't have to lift his hand as often to take a tasty sip. She made their dinner and then asked if he had a corkscrew as she grabbed a wine glass from a nearby hanging rack his parents kept on a sidebar. He told her which drawer it was in, and she began to open the wine. You don't mind, do you? She asked. And of course he didn't mind. Not at all, he said, as he stared a little jealously at the bottle. He had planned to do a lot of imbibing that summer. Um, she countered as she caught him eyeing her expensive pinot. Do you drink? She asked, curiously. She'd been eighteen once. She wasn't naive. He looked like the type of kid that probably had some drinking experience. I definitely drink, he said, flashing a toothy grin. Yes, but... She wheeled around on him as she pulled the cork out of the bottle with a satisfying pop. Do your parents know you drink? She had this follow-up ready to go as she elongated the word parents. She wanted to help him out, but she wasn't going to corrupt him. They definitely do. They're very cool parents, he said, and that was the truth. He might not tell them every time he drank or smoked, but they had the appropriate responsibility conversations with him and were generally hip to what he was up to in his social circles. She inspected him as if determining his merit, but decided that she trusted him. Okay, well, since you technically saved my daughter from being crushed by the rock from the Lord of the Flies, would you like a glass? She was already reaching for another. She knew the answer. Dalton stared at her ripe ass when she reached up for his wide-bowled crystal. It looked so good in her tight sweatpants. He wondered if she was wearing underwear. He couldn't see any panty lines. She turned back around as Dalton quickly averted his eyes and she poured them each a large glass, and then got to work on their dinner. They talked a lot while she made the tiny, gourmet sandwiches and charred the bread to a perfect crispiness. Then she sliced and diced and seasoned as she prepared the soup. Dalton had originally thought he would put some TV on, but had opted instead for some chill, lo-fi jams. She seemed into it. It was amazing how well the two of them got along, considering the nine-year difference in their age. She seemed so adult to him, but he didn't seem all that younger to her. Adrian had always felt like she'd never truly grown up. She was a fairly carefree adult that had no interest in considering the meaning of her approaching thirties or what that might entail, especially after the sudden death of her husband. She had fallen into a different groove since then. She was learning to flow with what life had decided to give her. In many ways it was her renaissance. Dalton got to learn all about her life. How it had been after her husband had died and the grieving process that followed. 
He took careful sips of his wine, and she allowed herself to relax around him. They ate dinner on the kitchen bar stools, and Dalton was amazed how much they seemed to vibe with each other. On numerous occasions she would reach out to touch his knee or arm when she was laughing or shocked by something he'd said. There wasn't anything behind it. It was just how she was. A lifetime flirt that always came off that way. He didn't mind one bit. Neither did his cock. They ate slowly, and Dalton especially took his time. It hurt to use his arm too much so she set up his left elbow on the counter under a dish towel so he could mostly push his head forward to grab bites. This had basically been the method he'd been using on the couch all throughout the day. It truly was going to be a challenging two months of physical navigation. It was around 10 p.m., and they'd polished off the bottle and dinner. Adrian cleaned up the dishes and glasses and Dalton excused himself to go pee which he achieved fairly quickly thanks to the loose sweats he was wearing. After finishing in the bathroom, Adrian took her turn. When she came back out, she noticed Dalton had moved over to the couch where she walked over and slumped down a couple seats away. Thank you so much for making dinner, seriously. That was awesome. I've felt so hopeless at certain tasks so far. He admitted, a little embarrassed. Oh, Dalton, seriously, whatever you need me to do. I'm gonna be here for you, okay? That's our deal, okay? She assured him, feeling a little wine tipsy and entirely appreciative. Well, you're fucking amazing, he said, showing off the fact that he did indeed cuss. I know I am. She stuck her tongue out at him. Is there anything else you need? Actually, he started. He looked over towards the TV where the Nintendo Switch box had been abandoned mid-setup. Ugh, damn, I didn't even think about that. Can I help you set it all up? She asked, feeling a little silly for not having thought of this sooner. It wasn't always easy to set up a brand new gaming system on a complicated TV with all the HDMI cables and plug locating. Yeah, I'd appreciate it. I wasn't able to get to everything. He said. Yeah, no, totally. That makes sense. She hopped up from the couch and walked over to the large, flat-screen TV that was set in the middle of a long bookcase that ran the length of the family room wall. It was an impressive, single piece that had been specially made for the home. The plugs were behind the TV and wedged down below some shelving where the power strip was located. She snagged the necessary cords and bent herself over to figure out the appropriate hookups. The entire time she was leaning over working— Dalton was gifted with a mind-the-gap rump that was completely demolishing his teenage sex-drive brain. She would rock from one leg to the next as she finished the installation, and he was immediately reticent of the fact that his sweats were starting to tent. Fuck. He thought. He looked away and tried to think of unsexual things, even as he awkwardly did his best to hide his cock below his waistband. He just needed to think of something else like Mrs. Holloway's perfectly rounded ass. Fuck. This was hopeless, he knew. She was a piece of gorgeous art. She finally, mercifully finished and he turned on the TV, hoping the input and video game would distract from his somewhat obvious boner. Adrian didn't notice, though. He was wearing dark sweats that hid it well. After the switch had beamed to life, he asked her if she wanted to play some Mario Kart. She looked at her phone to check the time, and then checked the baby monitor. London was lost in dreamland. She didn't see any harm in it. As she sat down she handed him a controller, and they began to play. 
It took about five minutes for them to both realize that it wasn't going to work. Dalton's right arm was too fucked up. He couldn't use any of the most important buttons. They cracked up as he continuously went crashing into walls or flying off of sparkly bridges. Yoshi looked drunk, or, at the very least, like he was driving one-handed. Another red turtle shell had collided into Dalton's reality, and it sort of put a damper on the rest of the evening. Adrian felt even more terrible. Well, you'll be able to play it when your casts come off. She tried to comfort him. Yeah, he said, and you could see the sadness setting in. I'm so sorry, Dalton, she said, sounding like she was also experiencing his pain. She had always been an empath. It's okay, I think I'm just gonna turn in, he said, and she totally understood. Of course, well, hang in there. And text me whenever you need anything, okay? She said, reaching out to touch his knee lightly again. It felt electric every time. She was so fucking hot. Yeah, he promised. Thanks for everything tonight. You're awesome for real, he said, making sure to show her how much he appreciated everything, even through his mood had clearly taken a turn. Of course. I'm gonna be here for you all summer, Dalton. I owe you that, she said decisively. Thanks, Adrian, he said to her, a little glumly. She packed up her stuff and was out the door before eleven o'clock. Welp, fuck everything, I guess, he said to the empty room, as he clicked the internet on the TV over to one of his favorite porn sites to have a jerk. He put on one of his favorites. An amateur blonde actress that didn't look that far off in age from Adrian was riding reverse cowgirl on her boyfriend, who was filming it all POV style. Dalton always loved this kind of amateur porn but he especially liked it as his dick and brain were currently placing Mrs. Holloway in every single deviant scene he could find. He was very hard as he watched. But here is where things truly went south. Dalton's jack-off hand was out of commission and his left hand could barely grasp a Pop-Tart or Nintendo controller. There wasn't much hope for his seven-inch cock, which was frustratingly hard. He tried his best to rub his bulging dick with his movable fingers and half of his palm but the best he'd probably be able to do is edge himself all night. There was no way he was going to come like this. Dalton started laughing out loud at the comedy of errors he now seemed to find himself in. It felt like an early Tom Hanks film. Some truly Murphy's Law-esque bullshit. This was now terrible for a much more pressing reason. He hadn't jacked himself off in two days now, which, in an overly horny 18-year-old's world, is basically equivalent to a dormant volcano watching volcano porn with a cork top. It was blue balls without the blue balls, especially thanks to all the mini quakes his cock had been having around Mrs. Holloway's very bouncy body. He decided he was done dealing with this shitty day, and after slowly brushing his teeth and getting ready, he went to bed beneath the sadness of his tented bedsheet. Across the property line in her own upstairs room, Adrian smoked a joint crawled into bed on her stomach, took out her vibrator and brought herself to a couple of much-needed orgasms. She was hornier than usual, but she figured it was probably just from the exhaustion of her day and her own lack of recent fun. But she had to admit, she felt very sexy with all the staring she caught her red-blooded, eighteen-year-old neighbor giving her when he thought she wasn't looking. He was more obvious than he meant to be, and it felt nice to be reminded of her allure. 
She was determined to turn this summer around for him. That next day Dalton woke up with morning wood that would have impressed even the most accomplished lumberjacks. He grabbed his phone and began to think about how he was going to solve this. Maybe there was a girl from his friend group that had he could convince to come over for some fun? As he scrolled through his contacts he realized his options were slim. Dalton was very popular but he was also a nice guy. He didn't keep a lot of fuck buddies on standby. He'd been off-limits his last two years due to his recently terminated relationship, and the few ladies who probably would have considered having some summertime fun with him probably weren't going to be interested in the super one-sided sex he'd currently be able to offer. Dalton was handsome and well-built thanks to his varsity sports, but arms and hands and flexibility are fairly underrated qualities when looking for some no-strings-attached bony. And he had more than just strings. He had bulky casts and a body that he was having trouble getting thoroughly clean due to his failed shower gymnastics. Who didn't want a funky-smelling teenager to Milo for their July fling? He laughed at himself. Dalton sent off a few hopeless texts anyway as he got up to start his day, but all of those hopes had fizzled out by the time he made it to the kitchen counter to chow down on a microwavable breakfast burrito. He also checked his emails where he had a daily thread going with his parents about their trip. They were having a great time and he wasn't going to smudge that for them. He messaged them back to let them know that he was just fine, that he missed them, and that they had nothing to worry about. He could explain everything when they got back. Whatever. Fuck this. He mumbled as he felt that familiar achy pain coming back. He gobbled down the frozen egg, sausage, and pepper, and cheese and yawned with a big stretch of his legs. After a mostly boring, slow-moving morning, Dalton picked up his phone and scrolled through to Adrienne's number. He paused for a second and then decided he had no other options. He texted her. Could you help with a late dinner again tonight? He asked, realizing that she seemed to the one bright spot in all of this. Of course, D. She texted back with a smiling emoji. I'll be over as soon as London goes down again. From there, Dalton mostly stuck to the couch, resigned to his fate. The day passed by lazily, and before long, it was evening. Dalton had taken another irritatingly messy shower and thrown on his last pair of sweats and t-shirt. He was going to have to figure out his laundry situation soon. That was another task he wasn't looking forward to solving. When Adrian arrived later that night, it was about 7.40. Dalton answered the door and his hot neighbor was standing there in another tight pair of Burgundy Victoria's secret sweats and t-shirt, with a loose sweatshirt unzipped. She wasn't wearing a bra, Dalton noticed. Her hair was up in a lazy half-tie and she had her bag of necessities slung over one arm. Hey, kiddo, she said in her ever-engaging manner. How you doing? Hey there, he said as she walked past him and into the house. I'm hanging in there. They headed into the kitchen, and she began to make another tasty meal for two, as she talked about her day. Dalton appreciated that she didn't talk down to him or treat him like a kid. She was like a cool babysitter. Try as he might, Adrian could tell that there was something off with the usually good-spirited Dalton. She poked and prodded throughout dinner. She opened up another killer bottle of red wine, and they got slightly tipsy as the night went along. Hey, Are you sure everything is okay? She said finally after one awkward moment of silence between them. "Eh, Honestly, I'm having a really tough time, Dalton finally admitted, 
feeling like he could cry from the sheer exertion of it all. Oh honey, tell me why. I'm sure I can help in some way, she assured him. She walked over to the sink with their empty plates and came back to the counter where they were both polishing off the last of the Syrah. Well, Dalton sighed. Where do I begin? He took the new few minutes to talk about how much everything hurt. He talked about the fact that he was having an impossible time in the shower trying to wash everything, especially his hair. He talked about the various chores, including laundry, that he was having trouble doing, especially considering he could really only manage to throw on sweats and t-shirts. Anything else was just too difficult. Well, fuck, Adrian said as he finished with a defeated crescendo. Yeah, fucking fuck, he agreed, flashing a miserable grin. He hadn't mentioned the other truly terrible thing, which was of course his almost permanent aching boner from each new day of not being able to masturbate. Okay, look, we can figure this out. Wanna open another bottle and go sit on the couch where we can set your arms up? She asked, as she scooted closer to him, looking so distressed for him. Dalton got nervous whenever she got this close. He could smell the vanilla lotion she wore and a hint of her body wash. She was insanely gorgeous and her soft skin was impossible not to admire. Um, yeah, that sounds good, he agreed. Mrs. Holloway went to snag another bottle of high-alcohol red and when she had grabbed their empty glasses, she led them over to the big, L-shaped family room couch. Dalton clicked on the Dadgers slash Padres game for some background noise. Mmm, ma'am, good choice. She beamed at the TV with a nostalgic gaze. Oh, are you a fan? Dalton asked. Yeah, I grew up on Scully's voice. My dad would take me to games on school nights when I finished my homework early, she said warmly, with a twinkle in her eye. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah, we had season tickets before the pandemic. My parents plan on buying some for next season again, so I'll try to go to every game I can. I've missed it, he said. She propped him in the middle seat and placed some of the throw pillows under his arms so he could get comfortable. Then she sat right next to him and poured their two glasses anew. Here, I'll rest your glass on my knee so you can just tell me when you need it and don't have to lean forward, she said thoughtfully as they settled in. Thanks, Adrian, he said kindly. It felt good to be so close to her. You got it, kiddo. She beamed back at him. Okay, so, clearly your life is a steaming pile of shit. Let's make it better, yeah? Dalton laughed. Ha, okay. That's a little harsh to hear, but you're not wrong. So, what you got in mind? He was wondering what she was going to do to cheer him up, knowing they couldn't play the switch she'd already bought him. Okay, first, I think you deserve a little chill. She took a weed vape from her sweatshirt pocket and wiggled it in the air. Dalton's expression brightened. Dalton, are you a well-traveled eighteen-year-old? She queried, with a little deviousness in her voice. She felt kind of young again herself, offering weed to a guy late at night on his couch. It was a fleeting but curious thought that sipped around her brain. He immediately recognized the pen. He even recognized the brand. Brewster would literally take his to school when they had standardized testing days and offer some fuzzy respite to his friends during lunch period. Thank God those days were gone, he thought. Yes, that is something I know quite well, he admitted laughing again. She really was the coolest fucking lady. 
Wanna get stoned? She said, in a newly conspiratorial voice. Yes. Fucking yes I do. She laughed and allowed him to lead off, and they were quickly on their way to Mary Jane Lane. Adrian grabbed the remote after the score of the game had ballooned. She pulled up the Hulu app and got an episode of Rick and Morty going. You're a Rick and Morty fan, Dalton said giddily, buzzing off the sativa and enjoying the feel of Adrienne's knees pressed into his leg. She was sitting almost sideways to him, doing her best to give him her happy energy and pull him out of his funk. Yeah, dude, I'm not that fucking old, she joked. They began to talk about all sorts of topics, occasionally laughing their asses off at the adult cartoon riffing on screen. Okay, but back to the topic at hand, Adrian said, suddenly straightening her posture and turning completely sideways to Dalton. She was resting her hands on the pillow next to his cast. You haven't been able to take a full shower in like, four days? She asked insistently. She felt sorry for this predicament. Almost, yeah. Dalton admitted. They were both very stoned and loopy, but Mrs. Holloway was determined to navigate this tricky suggestion she was about to make. Okay, so look, I was a nurse once upon a time. I basically got experience helping people in exactly your situation. She was looking intently at Dalton's curious expression. Dalton's heartbeat had quickened. It was the weed and the higher alcohol red and the way her breasts pressed out of her sweatshirt. So, hear me out. I know this might sound weird, but if you wanted I could help you take a shower, she said, even as she took another hit off her pen. Dalton's eyebrows went up, and he felt his cock pulse in his sweats. She offered him the pen between her fingers and he took another hit. Uh, I mean, it is a little weird, but I think I'm just embarrassed that I have to ask for this kind of help, you know? Dalton was stoned and stumbling a little over his words while trying to keep his cool around Adrian. Well, I totally get that, but it's not weird for me at all, so if you want help, I can totally help, she said again, refilling their wine glasses. Um, yeah, okay. Dalton agreed. Of course he wanted her to do this, but he was nervous about hiding his excitement from the whole thing. How would he not get hard with her washing his body? Well, let's get it done then, she said, as she hopped up from the couch. Oh, right now? Dalton was surprised. He just figured she had meant some other time. Dude, don't you feel gross? Of course now. She said it so simply. So friendly. She was helpful and hot, and Dalton was nervous. Okay, yeah. He got up and led her upstairs to his parents' master bathroom shower, which was bigger. He'd been showering in here for the bench seat and extra space. Oh, yeah, this is great, she said as she took her sweatshirt off so she was only wearing her tank top. She looked over at Dalton as she pulled her hair into a tighter pony. Dalton, the awkward part is that you have get naked now, she said, with a teasing smile towards him. He was standing there, breathing heavier as he watched her peel her sweats off so she was only wearing her booty short underwear. They were yellow and showed off her sexy ass and brilliant pussy outline. Dalton was already starting to feel a stir in his cock. Right. He melted. He started the arduous process of trying to disrobe his shirt first. Here, just let me help you. Enough of the tough guy act, she reasoned, as she adjusted the shower knobs to achieve the appropriate heat. 
She walked over to him and helped him gingerly pull the large shirt off his body. Her breath caught a little as she noticed that he was more muscular than she expected. Abs and pecs and swagger, oh my. She shouldn't have been looking, but she was. Shorts too. She instructed him dutifully, and she helped him pull his soccer shorts off which freed his half-hard, seven-inch cock, as it bounced out proudly. She stood up as he stepped out of his shorts, but even Dalton had noticed her eyes dipping to drink in the gorgeous man-pipe that had just been revealed. Holy shit, she thought in amusement. He was quite big. Where are the arm bags? She asked, remaining appropriately professional. She didn't need to be caught ogling his cock. Dalton nodded over towards the vanity drawers, and she quickly hopped over to get his protectors. She unwrapped each and quickly helped him get each of his arms cinched into the plastic. He couldn't stop staring at her sexy body, on display in front of him, wearing only the tank and the underwear. She didn't have a bra on so her cleavage was set on marvelous display. She stepped into the shower first and beckoned him in after her. Dalton stepped naked into the shower, standing eight inches taller than his bombshell neighbor. Then she closed the swinging glass door behind them and Dalton was suddenly soothed by the hot spray that coated them both. There was a thick fog of steam filling up the bathroom. Dalton realized he hadn't turned on the exhaust fan. The bathroom had only one light working over the sink. The main light hadn't been flicked on. The hot, gushing water felt incredible. Look, she said smiling at him. I know this is awkward, so how about instead of saying anything, you just let me wash you and take care of you, okay? She said to him, wanting only to pay him back. She didn't want him to feel weird about this. She had done this many times before in a work environment. This wouldn't be any different, she figured. Okay, he agreed kindly. Why the fuck not? He thought. He was stoned. And feeling way too good to care. She pulled him into the water so they were both completely coated in its hot spray. She smiled at him as they both were clearly feeling the effects of the weed and the water. Uh, that feels really good right now. She said, unexpectedly excited. Yeah, fuck. It does. Dalton agreed. He still had his eyes closed. He couldn't believe he was in his parents' darkened shower, with his hot neighbor wearing nothing but a loose tank and her panties. She grabbed the nearby shampoo which he'd clearly been using and squirted a huge glob out onto her hands. She turned him towards the water so it was splashing against his chest, and slowly had him soak his hair, and when it was fully wet, she stepped close behind him and rubbed her shampoo-covered hands into his greasy locks. Dalton practically purred towards her as her strong fingers rubbed the shampoo through his messy hair and made him feel like he could faint at how good everything felt. She massaged his scalp with shampoo for a good five minutes before she pushed him towards the spray of the water to wash it all out. She rubbed her fingers fully through the soap and water as he allowed her to completely take over. Everything felt briefly wonderful. When Dalton finally opened his eyes he saw Mrs. Holloway reaching over to grab a bar of soap from the nearby shelf. Oh, I usually just use that body wash, he said nodding over towards some pine-scented squeeze bottle that he'd been struggling to use that week. Oh, that's okay. Let me just do this for you, she said, and Dalton was surprised when she leaned in close to his face and gave him a silly grin. Adrian was stoned. Fuck. Had she just flirted with him? 
she wondered to herself. She had. That was not good. She was more stoned than she meant to be. But that didn't change what she had decided to do for this boy. She stepped in close to him in the shower spray, and Dalton held his breath as Mrs. Holloway began to rub the bar of soap over his chest. She smiled at him as she bit her lip. She was having trouble hiding the fact that she was enjoying this task. But she had to try. Dalton watched as she slowly worked the bar of soap down his body, over his back and arms and armpits. She scrubbed soap into him with her soft hands, and she got closer to him as she worked. Dalton was breathing very shallow as she washed him. Adrian was getting lost in his muscles, and then without even thinking. She sunk down to her knees. She began to soap up his legs, starting with his feet. Dalton was feeling lightheaded in the hot water. His half-hard cock had risen fully to attention. He wondered what she must think of the fact that he had a full boner in front of her face as she soaped his legs up. Adrian couldn't take her eyes off of his big cock. God, it had been a while since she'd gotten to enjoy a cock this nice. She was doing her best to stick to the job at hand. She knew it would be wrong. She did. She definitely should not abandon her task. She definitely should not stop washing him and begin to suck on his cock. She knew this. She did. But God, he was so big and so hard. She smiled up at him as he looked down at her face, splashed in the spray of the water as she worked, as if to make light of the situation. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to, you know, I just... Dalton was attempting to apologize for his unavoidable boner. She was kneeling in front of him, her tank top mostly soaked through now. He could see her breasts poking through the wet fabric. It was thin and her nipples were hard. Dalton, it's okay. Guys get hard all the time. I don't care. She said it so nonchalantly. She subconsciously bit her lip a little as she scrubbed the soap into every crevice on his lower half. She passed the bar around his thighs and even allowed her hands to reach up under his legs to his butt cheeks. Dalton couldn't believe when he felt her fingers slide into his ass crack and begin to wash him there. She didn't even ask. She just did it for him. Wow. She was so fucking sexy. Dalton was fucking broken for this woman. She brought her hands around and rubbed his butt cheeks in both of her hands with the soap, and he couldn't help but stare down at her ass in the shower spray as her panties and tank top were both thoroughly soaked through now. Dalton! She started, as she stood back up and faced him in the spray of the water. He was standing with his covered cast pressed against two upper shelves that ran along the wider edge of the shower space. The water fell over his back and shoulders and onto her front. She placed her hands on his shoulders to steady herself. Do you want me to wash your penis and balls? I understand if that's too personal and I especially understand if you'd be uncomfortable with that because you're, you know. She glanced down to his very hard cock only inches away from her wet midsection. What a cock he'd been packing, she marveled again. Um, he said, suddenly feeling his horny words catching in his throat. Was she really offering to wash his cock for him? She had offered so simply. Like it was nothing at all. Like it was no big deal. She only wanted to help. I'm sure you've had trouble washing down there with those casts. Just let me do it real quick and we'll be done. She reasoned with him. You know you'll feel much better after. Okay, yeah, go ahead, he said, gulping. The water was hot, 
and his head was swimming with wild nerves. Good, she said, and her hands were suddenly on his hips. She put the bar of soap down and squeezed the glob of body wash out of the other container. Dalton watched as she brought her soft hands down to clutch his scrotum and shaft. He almost moaned out loud as her hands quickly worked the soap over his cock and sack. Adrian felt her own breath catch as her fingers caressed the impressive size of his shaft three full times to make sure soap got everywhere. Also, because she felt like this was all she could get away with without being obvious about the fact that she really wanted to stroke this big cock. Fuck, she was starting to get horny from all of this. She caressed his balls with more of the wash and brought her hands back down to his ass crack to clean him there again, even as Dalton practically cried into her shoulder where he had bent forward to lean while she cleaned him. She knew how badly Dalton wanted her to keep touching him. She truly loved that kind of power. But she was also responsible. She needed to do the right thing and simply offer to help this boy. Even if that meant thoroughly washing his dick because she liked the size and weight of it in her hand. Who said you couldn't mix business and pleasure? A couple of minutes later, and she was turning his body into the direct spray and using her hands to wash off the soap, taking one last lovely flick of her thumb over his helmeted head and slit. Dalton shuddered from the last of her cleaning techniques, and then the water was being turned off. Ugh, Adrian, that was so great. Thank you so much he said, still crazy hard. Of course, babe. And look, if you need me to help you wash from now on, I can do that for you. Probably not every day, but this was pretty easy, so just let me know when you need it and I'll help you out, okay? She promised with the sweetest face. He did need it. He needed it so bad. He nodded thankfully to her as she hopped out of the shower to snag them both towels from the nearby rack. Do you have a shirt I could change into, Dalton? She asked him, even as she began drying his whole body down for him. Once again, she was on her knees in front of his still hard cock. Yeah, let me snag you something. He was once again almost convinced she was about to start sucking on his cock. But she just kept drying him. Was she teasing him? Or was he just the horniest person in the world? Maybe both. When they were done... He led her down to his bedroom and showed her where his dresser was. She was able to find one of his old t-shirts. She said thank you and asked him to turn around for a second. She took off her wet tank and for a moment, considered her hard nipples in his bedroom mirror and the goosebumps on her clean skin. She wondered what he would do if she just got naked and told him to turn back around. She laughed to herself. She knew this was a silly notion. She threw the old baseball shirt on, which hung low enough that she could simply wear it as a skirt, so she shimmied out of her wet panties and rolled them up with her tank. Okay, you can look, she said, and Dalton almost fainted again when he saw what he considered to be an older, shorter t-shirt, suddenly working as a skirt on Mrs. Holloway's small frame. She looked like a slutty college girl. Fuck, he was so obsessed with her. He wanted her. That shirt looks way better on you as a skirt. I insist that you keep it, he said, gallantly joking with her. Thanks, she said warmly to him. She loved how her body was probably very much being shown off to this dumbly horny young guy. She was living for his nervous energy. Now what do you want to wear? She asked, as she quickly sorted through a couple drawers to find his gym trunks and in shirts. 
He only had one ripped t-shirt and a pair of Christmas boxers. She grabbed them and held them up. You did say you needed some help doing laundry, yeah? She laughed, even as she knelt down and had him step into the boxers. She pulled them up carefully, allowing for his cock to find a direction to arch upward as she affixed them to his body. Then she helped him into the old shirt, and they were mercifully done. She patted his chest softly, and there was something so nourishing in the gesture, Dalton couldn't help but croon a little over her gentleness with him. You are seriously amazing, he said. Well, what you did was amazing, she replied, and she felt a little teary-eyed suddenly. She pulled him in and they shared an intimate hug, even as she could feel his erection still tenting the front of his fresh boxers. It pressed against her body, and she liked the way it felt against her. Dalton loved their connection. She said she had to get going, as it was getting late. They said their goodbyes and Adrian told him she probably wouldn't be available the next day due to the fact that she had a date. Dalton told her it was no problem but he was naturally a little crestfallen. She promised she'd be fully available for him on Sunday, and that was that. He closed the door behind her and headed upstairs. Dalton slid into bed and slept on his back so that he wasn't crushing his aching cock, which apparently was just going to be torturously hard for the next six to eight weeks. It was like that movie Forty Days and Forty Nights, with a couple of weeks tacked on for good measure, and no Shannon Sossaman waiting to blow his mind. This was the worst. He fell asleep dreaming of Mrs. Holloway. Only in his dreams they were back in the shower, and she was sucking on his aching cock. Adrian got home and slipped into her own bed after a quick toothbrush and check on the baby. She pulled up her myriad of dating apps and looked for any of the many fuckboys who had made their intentions known to her upon matching. She hadn't technically had a date planned, but after having to hold and wash her next-door neighbor's bulbous cock in the hot water of that shower, she knew that she needed to get some or she was going to go crazy. Adrian Holloway had a high sex drive and she quickly found a good-looking dude who had been messaging her with naughty intention. She messaged back the time and place. She told him this would be his only chance to fuck her, and then she sent a couple messages to some babysitters she frequently used. In the morning she'd wake up to his excited response, and everything would be set. For now, she fell asleep in Dalton's t-shirt and dreamed of what it would feel like to squat over his cock and allow him to slide completely bare into her waxed pussy. Different, yet similar dreams collided in that Sandman airspace that hovered above the two side-by-side homes. When morning rolled around, Dalton was determined to take his mind off of his almost week-long build-up of cum, and instead texted a bunch of his friends to come over and hang out. Mostly he was trying to take his mind off of the mental memory of Adrienne's sloping neck and face, looking up at him as she washed his body in the hot shower. He remembered the way the drops of water would slide down her neck and chest. He remembered every torturous moment. He ignored his morning wood and then got up to get his day started. There was a group that would be coming over for a chill session later that afternoon. Dalton needed his friend's company more than ever. He needed anything to take his mind off his unquenchable need to come. The build-up was honestly becoming painful. As afternoon rolled around his friends began to arrive. They'd brought beers and bathing suits over for some backyard drinking. They all lounged around the patio furniture they'd spent so many nights around during their school years. It was the same group as the park, 
with a few more poppins as the afternoon went along. It was a lazy, stoned, day-drinking kind of day. No one was partying. The point here was to relax. Dalton's friends were incredibly empathetic to his situation. Dude, I can't believe you kept this from us all week, Brewster said, as the guys had taken their shirts off to get some sunshine. The girls were wearing bathing suit tops and overalls which they both had undone for further sunshine. Dalton's backyard was infamously popular within their friend group as a stellar hangout spot. Yeah, well, honestly, there wasn't much to say. My summer is basically gonna suck. Dalton put it simply, though he was tipsy and stoned and wasn't all that sad at that very moment, actually. He was with his friends and they were there to joke around with him and comfort him. It was a much-needed respite. As the afternoon faded into evening there were about fifteen or so people who had shown up. Dalton figured out that by using a nearby back porch shelf, he could prop his arm up enough to flick ping-pong balls over the table in a game of beer pong. He wasn't anywhere near as accurate, but it felt good to shit-talk with his friends as he got progressively drunker. It was around 7.30, and across the fence next door, Mrs. Holloway was giving a couple final directives to the last second babysitter that had been happy to snag the gig, especially knowing what a good tipper the young widow was. She had a great reputation around the neighborhood for this. Adrian was the type of parent that would use you for three to five hours, come home fairly tipsy or high from some date, and then tip fifty extra dollars just because she was in a good mood. She said goodbye to the neighbor girl as she blew a final kiss into the baby monitor where London had already gone down, and was quickly out the door. She was dressed in a tiny, powder-blue cotton skirt and low-cut t-shirt, with open-toed, lace-thin stiletto heels that gave her at least six inches. And who didn't love a good pick-me-up from a solid six inches? She thought to herself, as she waved to the babysitter at the door and strode out to her waiting Uber. Her hair was straightened and her lipstick had a particularly playful vibe to it. She would have called this looker I want to get fuck style. She was headed towards a sexy, cocktail bar further into downtown. She was meeting her date there, Mr. Tall, Dark, and Dick Pick. It was an obvious choice for a date. It was the kind of place where people who were not being overly picky regarding the witty banter of a person could meet up and get down to some eventual bedroom business. When she was dropped off at the curb, she stepped out to an already forming line outside the bar. As the night moved along, tables became harder to come by. Especially because eventually people would start to dance and then fill up the space, when the DJ came out to start spinning underground hits. But her date had already snagged them a table just inside the large, open-windowed bar. She recognized him immediately in his black pants and button-up shirt. He was drinking a whiskey because of course he was drinking a whiskey. The night went like a lot of these tended to go. He had such and such position in sales and he had a killer loft and a company car and he worked out six days a week and he totally loved books but had trouble naming any of the ones he'd read recently. Adrian wasn't there to meet a soulmate. She was there to snag a healthy cock that she could bring home to pound her until she came. If the right dude magically came along, swell but she was fairly involved in the navigations of being a young mom and recent widow. She didn't need another saga at the moment. She needed orgasms and stress relief. After a couple of drinks and a shot for good measure, they did a little dancing on the crowded dance floor. 
Adrian could tell when she rubbed her ass back against him that he was hard and he seemed plenty big enough. Want to get out of here? She asked him with a very willing grin. Fuck yes, he replied, downing the rest of his cocktail and leading them out to his car. As they drove the twenty minutes home, Adrian leaned over to his driver's seat and began to unfasten his pants. He looked over at her with a stupid grin. Focus on the road, please, she said, and then lowered her mouth over his cock and began sucking. It was around 10.30 p.m. and the last of Dalton's friends were heading home. What was supposed to be an impromptu afternoon chill session had turned into a low-key vibe party where everyone had a stellar time. Dalton had a definite mood boost from seeing all of his friends and having something to distract himself with for a while. Unfortunately, it wasn't long after they were gone that the loneliness crept back in a little. And it wasn't so much the loneliness. It was his aching cock that he couldn't bring relief to. He was so hard all the time now. He wanted to jack off all. The. Time. Even having some of the sexier girls he was friends with over that day had been teasingly hard. All the summer flesh and skirts and tiny shorts and bathing suit tops. So much leg and booty and breast. So many reasons for him to be constantly having to hide his tented shorts. It had gotten to the point where even peeing was hard. He'd get his shorts down and then would end up missing half the bulk cause his cock was pointing this way and that. He was an 18-year-old Steve Carroll from the 40-year-old Virgin. He felt pretty gross from all the sun and sweat and layers of bodily detritus formed from being outside most of the day drinking. He wished he could have texted Mrs. Holloway to ask for her help with taking another hot shower, but he knew she was on her date, and he would have to wait until that next day. He decided to get stoned and watch a sci-fi movie with some sort of escapist storyline. Aeon Flux? He said out loud to himself. He read through the description. Sure. Whatever. He packed a large bowl of body-buzzing indica and sunk into the comforting depths of the couch. Over at Adrienne's place, Mr. Talks a Big Game had come very fast after Adrian had begun to squeeze her pussy muscles on the cock sliding into her from behind. He barely lasted five minutes. This cock that she teased sucked with expert road head had barely gotten her to the first hints of that much-needed feminine explosion. And he'd come way too much. There wasn't going to be a repeat performance, no matter how much Adrian jacked him off and put his condom-flavored cock into her mouth trying her hardest to get his boner back into game shape for her to slide back onto and finish. Eventually she gave up the struggle. I'm sorry, he said, as he stepped sheepishly out her front door. She told him it was fine. It wasn't of course, but she didn't have the energy to explain how bad he was at holding up his end of the sexual bargain. She didn't care how hot she was or how good her pussy was, There was simply no excuse for being that advanced into male adulthood and being that bad at handling your penile duties. She plopped down on her couch wearing only a t-shirt and booty shorts. Her body was irritatingly uncomfortable. She was antsy. She needed to play with a cock. More specifically, she needed to play with a cock that would stay hard with her for hours and come multiple times if needed. She considered heading to her bedroom to take out her box of toys but that just didn't have the same appeal at the moment. She needed that soft skin and vibrating muscle and leaking head. She needed that naughty flavor of cum. She moaned in irritation. She needed to scratch this fucking itch. 
Then she smiled a little and picked up her phone. It was 10.45. Not that late at all. They'd left the bar early so they could fuck, and now she was restless. She began to type, even though she knew she probably shouldn't do to her current overly horny state, but maybe she could distract herself by helping out Dalton. Hey! My date ended up crashing and burning. Are you still up? Do you need anything? She followed that up with a heart emoji and sent it off. Her heartbeat had quickened. She definitely shouldn't have sent the heart but whatever. She was tipsy and it was innocent enough. It could be seen two ways. She was always overly friendly and had been known as a total flirt her whole life. Dalton saw his phone buzz up beside him as he laughed out loud at the very silly film he dedicated himself to finishing. He figured it was one of his friends. But then he saw the name, Milf. Oh, I'm sorry about your date. Dalton quickly fired off his first reply. He was immediately excited by the offer but was trying not to come off as desperate, knowing she was probably just trying to be nice. Um, you don't have to if you're tired, but I could definitely use help with another shower, or we could always wait till tomorrow if you're too out of it. Don't go out of your way. He proffered considerately, but he so hoped that she was serious. Of course. I don't mind at all. Let me just grab my stuff and I'll be over. Came her quick reply. Adrian went to check on London and then packed up a bag per usual. She also grabbed a bathing suit this time. A very skimpy bikini that showed off lots of skin. She secretly loved getting to see how hard he got around her. When she got over to Dalton's, he had the biggest smile when he opened the door. She greeted him unexpectedly by coming in to give him a hug. Dalton kind of loved that. They had clearly grown friendlier over that week. They walked over to the couch as she set the remote baby monitor up on the coffee table. Dalton noticed that she was wearing very cute booty shorts probably used for lazy days around the house and a t-shirt that showed off her tight stomach and peach fuzz hair. She noticed his bong on the table. Do you mind? She asked, and of course he didn't. She took a huge hit and then followed it up with another. Do you want a beer or anything? Dalton asked, and she absolutely did. Don't worry, I'll grab them. She quickly returned and opened the two loggers and they dig a gentle cheers as they quickly got to talking about their days. Well, I'm glad you got to see your friends and have at least a little fun, she said warmly. Yeah, it was nice. I definitely needed a pick-me-up. But how'd your date go? It feels kind of early. I figured you were gonna be gone much later. Dalton asked, genuinely curious. Well, he was hot and all. But it kind of fizzled at the end, she said, wondering how much detail was appropriate to talk about. Then again, they basically already smoked and drank together, and they were smoking again now. Fizzled? Dalton asked, definitely wanting to know more. He felt his body stirring around her luscious presence. Yeah, well, maybe flopped is a better word, or deflates. To put it simply, he didn't last very long. She confessed and he laughed out loud at that. Oh, I see. Well, that sucks. I'm very sorry. Dalton giggled again. He couldn't believe how candid she was with him. But he could also understand not lasting very long with someone as hot as Adrian Holloway. He wondered how long he might last with her. He felt his cock twitch at the thought. Oh, trust me, there was some sucking that he definitely did not deserve. 
She joked, and Dalton almost spit out his beer at how open she was being. Sorry, I'm pretty fucking buzzed still from my date. I probably shouldn't be talking to you about my sex life. She cutely admitted, as she took a big drink from the cold bottle. Are you kidding me? Dalton immediately jumped in. Please do. Let me live vicariously through you. He begged. She cracked up at his immediate reply, even as she loaded more flour into the bong. Her body looked so good in her pink Victoria's Secret booty shorts and her very small t-shirt, which was the type of worn cotton that slowly starts to disintegrate into the shape of the person that wears it over the years. Her breasts were easy to get lost in any time she bent over and showed off her magical cleavage. Wow, Dalton. Vicariously? I didn't realize you were in the middle of your college essay submissions. Is that what you do now during the day? She was razzing him, and he loved it. They were on even ground now. Excuse me, no? I can't even do that cause I'm a fucking hero, or don't you remember? He countered with sass, and she immediately made a puppy dog face and lovingly considered him, placing a hand on his chest as she leaned over. Oh, Dalton. Yes. You beast of a man. She used a mock harlequin voice as she pretended to swoon over him. He loved that too. Okay, but seriously, I'd rather talk about your juicy sex life than my boring ass day. He added. Okay, well that's fair. I guess having your arms in casts has probably fucked up some of your summer dating plans, eh? You don't have a girlfriend, do you? I feel like I don't see that periwinkle Volkswagen bug parked outside on the curb like I used to all the time. What was her name? The cute redhead you were dating? She finished as she flicked the Bic lighter to life and lit up the large bowl in Dalton's blown glass bong. Ah, yes. That was Autumn. My ex. We had a god run, but... Dalton started. But you're a good-looking guy taking a year off before school and you wanted to fuck around? She cut him off, after blowing a big cloud of smoke between them. Yeah. Exactly. I wanted to fuck around. He admitted as she held the bond up for him and lit the flower. He coughed a little because she made him take a much bigger hit this time. Oh, fuck. She said, suddenly putting the bond down and turning to stare at Dalton very intently. What? He queried curiously, still trying to regain his voice. He was silly stoned now, with his hot neighbor sitting cross-legged on the cushion next to him, like long-time best friends. So like... Okay, I'm really fucking high, so if this is too personal, just tell me. She prefaced, slapping his leg. He adored every single contact. Okay, what's up? He leaned in. Like, how are you? She motioned towards his crotch, trying to figure out the best way to word it. You know, playing with yourself? Adrian knew how horny an 18-year-old boy was. Once upon a time, she had been a horny 18-year-old girl thought that hadn't really changed. She knew all about that level of constant sexual need. Oh, yeah, I'm... Dalton paused as he considered the best way to approach this. I'm not. You're not? Well, it's more that I can't. It's not that I don't want to. He smiled kind of sadly to her, though in good humor. Oh, babe, she said, sounding seriously empathetic. Adrian played with her pussy daily. She couldn't even imagine how bad it must have been for him. I know, it's okay though. He assured her, even though it had clearly been driving him crazy.
but he could tell how badly she felt about it. I can never repay you enough, she said again, so seriously, making the immediate connection to his diving save of her daughter. I know, you don't have to keep saying that. Dalton smiled at the bombshell looking at him like a wounded lamb. You can repay me by telling me more about your shitty date. She beamed at him. This she could definitely do. She launched into the whole story and explained how sexy she had done her makeup and how she'd taken an Uber and gotten all dolled up, and as she told the story Dalton could feel his cock getting harder. He could visualize Mrs. Holloway on a sexy date, showing off her body in heels. He could imagine himself fucking her in heels. He watched her tongue and lips as she spoke. She was so damned sexy. He particularly liked when she got into the finer details of grinding on the dance floor and her horny, impromptu road head, as he drove them home to fool around. This dude sounds like such a bad stereotype, Dalton said, soaking up her night as she narrated. Yeah, he really was. And I think I knew that even when I matched with him. But I just wanted some good dick, you know? She said as she laughed, and he smiled again at her candidness. They were having fun. They were stoned and she was drunk and he was on Vicodin, though he wasn't going to mention that to her. Ugh, and he had the ugliest fucking yellow Range Rover. Like, who drives a yellow Range Rover? She said. All of a sudden Dalton laughed. Wait, my buddy from school has an older brother with a yellow Range Rover. I wonder if, could you send me a picture of the dude? I gotta send it to him and see if it's him. Dalton was tickled at this idea. Oh my god, please do, she said, saving the screenshot from her Tinder and quickly texting Dalton. I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick, he said, as she worked on doing that. He was already out of the room when his phone buzzed on the couch where he'd left it. Adrian looked over at the screen from the noise, and her gaze caught when she saw the name that popped up. Milf. She smiled and had to laugh a little. Of course he wanted to fuck her. She found it both hilarious and flattering. She was a MILF. She kind of liked getting to be that fantasy for him. It turned her on a little. She turned his phone over so that it would look as if she hadn't seen it, and he was soon back on the couch. Dalton was none the wiser as he checked the photo. Oh no. That's not him, weird. He said. It's almost more disappointing that there are two dudes driving around in yellow Range Rovers. She joked and they laughed more. The buzz connection of their situation was unique, and naming the feeling was simply unnecessary. It was symbiotic flirtation and that was all. It was soon midnight, and the antique clock in the hallway chimed throughout the house. I'm gonna be honest, that is an ugly fucking clock, she said to him, after the twelve comically elongated chimes had finally finished. I know, my mom loves it. My dad wants to burn it to the ground. Dalton explained. It's very what in the antiques roadshow. She joked and they both cracked up at that. Yeah. You're not wrong. He agreed. After an awkward pause, where Adrian found herself strangely scanning her eyes down Dalton's fit body, she had an unexpectedly sudden idea. Hey, do you want me to help with a shower? She asked. Oh. Yeah, if you don't mind. He said, trying not to sound too eager. No, not at all. I'm sure you probably feel dirty from being out in the sun with your friends. She had concluded. Wanna smoke one last time? 
he said. He was nervous now. He wouldn't be able to hide his hard-on in the shower. The answer is always yes, Dalton. They each took one last hit, and then Adrian helped Dalton up from his corner of the couch, and they stumbled upstairs to his parents' large, bathroom shower. They were playfully stoned. She reached in to get the shower going to a proper level of hot. She was also feeling fairly sweaty and in need of a good soakdown. But we'd certainly lent her to feeling some of this. She remembered that she'd brought her bathing suit for the express reason of this, but an idea had jumped up and nibbled her in the butt. Hey, I brought a bathing suit, but if you don't mind I'll just shower naked with you. I wouldn't mind rinsing off too, she suggested, as she narrowed her eyes at Dalton, knowing what her offer would probably do to his aching manhood. Um, yeah? That's totally okay. Dalton had no chance of keeping his cool. He was nervous and horny and the most confident crazy sexy cool woman he'd ever been alone with was offering to step into a shower but naked with him, just to wash his body down. Mrs. Holloway grabbed the plastic bags from the towel rack where she'd last left them and gently placed them over both of his casts. The hot water from the shower was already steaming up the room with anticipatory ambience. After she was done, she grabbed her cell and threw on her Spotify playlist for some music. Bruno Mars streamed out of her iPhone. She then went to the light switch panel and switched the lights off other than the singular shower bulb, which could be dimmed. She turned up the music fully on her phone. She was silhouetted in the light pouring through the glass. They were both strangely excited for different reasons. As Dalton stood beside the shower looking down at this stunning woman, she helped him pull his shirt and shorts off. His hardening cock flopped out and Adrian could already tell how wet she was going to be just from looking at it. His cock was so perfect, she thought, seeing it again stoned and horny. And he was big. There were fewer inhibitions making the proper arguments inside her brain. Then she realized it was her turn. What a show he was about to get. She pulled her t-shirt seductively over her head and her perky breasts popped out. Then she shimmied out of her booty shorts and Dalton could see the small tattoo that ran along her navel. They were black and gray birds melting into geometric patterns. Her pussy was cleanly shaved and her ass was round and creamy, and so fucking amazing that Dalton felt his knees go a little weak. Her skin was soft and well tanned. She was a sun-kissed goddess. Get in the shower, she said, as she looked up into his eyes, telling him what to do. He broke from his trance over her nude perfection and stepped into the liquid relaxation. She followed him in and closed the glass door. Now they were standing naked, side by side, and the hot water washing over their skin. The steam filled the room and there was a tension that neither of them wanted to admit was there. You could cut it with a butter knife. There was a palpable energy thrumming like a current in the air around them. Dalton was so hard in front of her, but Adrian didn't seem to care at all. She just squeezed body wash onto her soft hands and began to rub it into him, starting with his shoulders and chest. This time she was far more taken with his beautiful muscles and skin and hair. She seemed to linger on parts she wouldn't mind dragging her mouth over. She knew he had been a varsity athlete, and she wondered how many girls had gotten to ride this young stallion. Dalton was too stoned to care about how hard his cock was in front of her. And then she leaned in closer to wash his back and ribs and hips. As she did this his hard cock pressed against her belly. 
She just pressed him closer because she was honestly obsessed with the feeling of his hard member against her. Dalton gulped and practically shuddered as he felt his cock poking her. Oh, he was so wildly turned on. After she'd washed every inch of his body, she squirted more soap into her hands and ran them down his chest and stomach as they lingered in the soft wisps of his pubic hair. And then she drifted further down still to clutch his hard cock. Dalton squeaked an involuntary moan, and she didn't ask him permission this time. She just massaged his very hard cock in her hands, savoring every moment of getting to clean him. She was staring down at his cock in her hands. She could feel her mouth watering a little. She could feel her pussy throbbing. Dalton looked down at her perfect breasts, which were even further pushed up as her arms came together to wash his cock. Water splashed down her body from the shower head. He was literally shuddering as he felt her delicate fingers rubbing over his helmet and slit. She massaged soap down into his balls and ass, but this time she came back and grabbed his hard cock again. He could see her looking at his cock with a sort of hazy lust in her eyes. He wondered if she was thinking the same thing he was thinking. Adrian couldn't stop admiring its length and girth. She was horny while she touched him. She kept rubbing him. She loved how full her hands felt, both wrapped around his pulsing shaft. Dalton was grunting a little each time her fingers slid up over his helmet, and especially when her thumb glided over his precum-covered slit. Em, he whimpered softly between them. It had almost broken her out of her cock trance, as she watched the suds squeezing out of the grip of her fingers, as she brought both of her hands to a two-handed grip now, like a baseball bat. She couldn't imagine how badly he probably needed to come. Yeah? She asked him, looking up at his glazed-over expression. And she realized now what she was doing. There was sexual intention in her voice. But she didn't care anymore. Fuck the rules, she thought. She was naked in the shower with this well-built younger stud. And his throbbing cock hadn't come in six days. Dalton couldn't believe what was happening. She had started to slowly jack his cock between her hands. Her wet body was pressed against his and she began to give him the most sensual hand job of his entire life. Un, he bellowed. You like that? She asked in a curious voice, leaning into him. Their faces were very close in the spray of the shower, which fell between them like two sides of a waterfall that they were both daring themselves to cross. This was clearly wrong, Adrian thought to herself and that turned her on even more. Yes, Dalton moaned, as she continued to jack off his cock in her hands. Good, she said, stroking his hard cock. I'm gonna help you come, Dalton. Fuck, Dalton moaned. I want you come for me, Dalton, let me help you, she said to him, as her soapy hands slid up and down his cock and flicked his helmet and played softly with his very fully balls. She ran a finger along his scrotum, and she kept her gentle pace going, never speeding up or slowing down. And Marissa says, Holloway, fuck. He felt like a he'd been turned into a whimpering mess for her. He had never been so turned on in his entire life. Dalton had done just fine in high school when it came to his sexual encounters. But now this confident, sexy older woman was stroking his backlogged pipe and every single thing she did felt like advanced sexual physics. Yeah, babe. Just enjoy the way that feels. Enjoy my hands on your big cock. She said this in the sexiest way. 
Dalton literally felt stripped down and opened up. He loved when she called him babe. The music was pumping a soft, lo-fi beat into the room, and steaming water that rose up around them made their bodies sweat with the glistening ecstasy of their lusty vibe. He wasn't going to last much longer. Come for me, Dalton, she told him, and she jacked his cock perfectly with the lather of soap, bringing his skin up over the ridge of his helmet. Unfurigug, he moaned. Come for me, Dalton. I want your cum, baby. I want your cum so bad. She was moaning as she spoke to him, which made it even hotter. She sounded like a naughty girl. Fuck, don't stop, don't stop. I'm so close. Dalton was going to unleash a buffet-sized load of cum. He was literally about to the confectioner of the month at the Little Debbie factory. Come for me, Dalton, right now. And then Adrian Holloway did something even more unexpected. She dropped down to her knees as she jacked his big dick and opened her perfect pink lips. Dalton watched her place his throbbing cock between her lips, and she sucked him in. She jacked him, and she sucked him. And she kept her eyes locked on his, as he watched his penis disappear into sexy mouth. She never closed her eyes, even as the water cascaded down over her. And Dalton was done for. I am He moaned loudly throughout the whole bathroom. Adrian pumped him and sucked him, and she was crazy horny to swallow his cum. She wanted to make this heroic little stud come harder than he ever had in his whole life. Her pussy was dripping as the first creamy globs of his spunk blasted onto her tongue and gushed quickly down her throat. She moaned over his dick and the vibrations made Dalton even more sensitive as he came and came and came. She drank as much of his sperm as she could but it really was a week-long build-up from a healthy, young cock that wasn't going to stop anytime soon. She swallowed the first four squirts of his semen and then she took him out and let him finish on her face. Dalton couldn't believe what he was watching. Mrs. Holloway was letting his cum splash out onto her cute face and she was moaning as it did. She looked like a wanton cum whore from a porn Dalton might stream off the hub. He wondered if she was doing it for him. For a show. Or if maybe she really was this kind of slutty? Both of these things were true, of course. Adrian wanted to make him come hard. But she loved cum. She loved sex. She loved being slutty for it. She loved getting to be a naughty girl for a big cock. When Dalton was finally done creaming, she still jacked his cock, gently licking and kissing the tip of his penis as the water sprayed over them. She looked up at him with her messy face and licked along his shaft like it was a popsicle. Dalton couldn't believe how hot she was. He couldn't believe how hard he had just come in her mouth. Or that she had even sucked on him to begin with. Or that she was still sucking on him. Five minutes went by of her sucking, and she finally stood up. Hi, she said, leaning into him in the spray. Dalton watched her close the distance, and she kissed him. Fuck. The kiss was a spark. It was sexy. It was perfect. He kissed back hard. She finished washing them off and helped them get out of the shower. Dalton watched her slowly towel off his body, stopping occasionally to play with his still very hard cock. When they were both dry she grabbed his cock and led him out of the bathroom like she was walking him. Dalton gulped as she made the correct assumption and headed straight for his bedroom door, which was slightly ajar. When they got inside she turned on the light 
and pushed Dalton up onto the bed. Dalton's heartbeat was speeding by him like a greyhound chasing a track rabbit. She pushed him onto the center of his unmade bed and she threw the covers off to the end, leaving him on his queen-sized cotton sheet. Dalton lay back on his pillows and she climbed up over his crotch. Dalton, I'm on birth control. I'm clean. I have a condom if you want, but I'd love to feel your bare cock in me. He nodded like a boy at a carnival being asked if he wanted free cotton candy. She smiled with a naughty expression. Then he watched as she grabbed his hard cock and began to rub it against the slippery soft folds of her tight pussy. Fuck Dalton, you have such a good cock, she said to him. Because he really did. Then she groaned as as she slowly pushed him into her. He watched as she sunk down slowly, enjoying every inch of his penis opening her pussy up. She loved the way he filled her. Oof, Dalton bellowed. She began to ride him. Big, gyrating hip circles. She was a cowgirl in control and he was insanely turned on by every single new thing she did. This was the hottest thing that had ever happened in his young life, and he didn't want to miss a single moment of it. You are so fucking sexy, he said to her, and she beamed at his compliment. She knew how hot she was, but she never got tired of hearing her lovers compliment her. Mmm. She was moaning these adorable noises each time he impaled her on the way down. They fucked slowly and fully. She took her time. This was her second cock of the night, and she wasn't going to waste the clear upgrade potential. Dalton was kind of glad he'd come so hard earlier. He was already throbbing inside her tight canal, but he knew he could last longer this time. He definitely did a lot of lazy afternoon porn edging which probably helped. Adrian was really starting to feel the warmth flush over her body as her pussy adored the way he filled her up. She was getting close to orgasm. Dalton, I'm gonna come soon, baby, don't stop, she said. He'd begun thrusting up into her when she lowered herself. The arousal was triplicating and she couldn't remember the last time she was this wet with a guy. He fucked up into her and watched overjoyed as she began to ride him harder, like she was bucking on a saddle. Fuck. Yes. Dalton. Fuck. Me baby. I'm. Gonna. Come. Her moans were like candy and her perfect body riding on his body made him feel like he was a newly minted god. She came. Hard. Dalton didn't stop fucking up into her as her moans made it clear she was orgasming on his dick. He was making Mrs. Holloway come on his dick. He was making Adrian Holloway have an orgasm on his dick. Holy fucking fuck. She rode him until she couldn't ride anymore, and she crashed down onto his chest and rested her lips on his neck. She was whimpering and her body was shuddering with his cock still impaling her, as she traced her mouth all over him. But fuck yes, that was really good, mm She achingly crooned. This really was a great cock. Dalton was both horny and proud of his ability to keep up. But now that she had come, she wanted more. She wanted to finish him again. She wanted more of his cum. She leaned over and they made out hard for a few minutes. As she sucked on his tongue and bit his lips and moaned into his mouth, she squeezed her pussy muscles around his still-throbbing member. Then she was sitting back up and allowing his cock to slide slowly out of her. She smiled at how long it took due to his size. Dalton once again watched her stand up, only this time she turned around and straddled him reverse cowgirl. 
She looked over her shoulder at him like the sexiest minx in the whole damn brothel. I'm gonna ride you until you fill my pussy up with your cum, Dalton, she told him. And she once again lowered her sexy ass until he was pushing up into her wet opening. From this angle, Dalton got the full treat of her creamy butt, which was rounder than any girl he'd ever fucked. She had the perk and muscle of a high school girl, but the moves of someone with far more experience. She had Minka Kelly ass, and Dalton was having his own Friday Night Lights post-football win fuckfest. She leaned forward and her body began to ride him fast, bouncing up and down to squeeze her muscles over his pole and milk the cum from him. She knew what she was doing. She knew how good her ass looked in this position. She didn't do all those squats for nothing. Dalton was going crazy from how good his cock felt inside her. He wouldn't last long. She rode him and they moaned together and Adrian couldn't believe it but she felt another orgasm coming on. Imgonkum please don't stop please don't stop. He begged. Mmm good boy. Yes Dalton. Come for me. Fill me up with your cum. I want your cum so bad baby. I want your hot cum in my pussy. She really fucking did. She wanted more of his cum. She wanted lots of his cum. They were horny as hell. They fucked hard and fast, with all the potential energy of orgasmic buildup. I'm coming! Dalton finally groaned. Fuck baby, I'm coming too! She yelled right after him, as she clutched her breasts hard and squeezed her nipples while riding. Dalton's dick exploded inside of her clenching pussy and her own walls contracted and released. The stimulation was too much. Adrienne's orgasm made her rumble all over, like the shiver of stepping into snow barefoot. And then she was back in the warmth of her body's magical skin-tingling majesty. They fucked heatedly through their finale. They fucked until they couldn't anymore, and then, like the Soviet Union in the early 90s, they collapsed. His softening cock slowly slipped out of her soaking pussy, come pooling onto his pubic hair and balls. Oh. My. God. Dalton said, as he breathed hard from their combined conclusions and the sheer physical exercise of his hip thrusts. He missed having arms to hold his concubine still while he was pounding. This was a lower body workout that was worth every minute of exertion. Fuck! She moaned, curling up against his body and draping her leg over his as she lay down next to him. They were both electrically charged. That was so fucking hot, he said, still barely catching his breath. Yeah, fuck, I can't believe we just did that, she said smiling naughtily, and he could tell how much of her pussy juice he had on him. She was clearly very turned on. He loved that he could have that effect on her. I did not expect that tonight. He laughed. Yeah, me either, she said with a relaxed moan, turning to him. But I'm very glad it happened. They kissed again. Softly. For a long time. They just made out. They didn't overanalyze it. They just kissed in the afterglow, which burned like hazy fires on a horizon somewhere out of reach. There was something there either of them understood yet. She brought her hand up to his face which she was impressed he'd managed to keep fairly fresh-shaven with his hand situation, though she wondered if that was just his age. She ran her fingers down his strong jawline as she kissed him. Their tongues danced and they held each other close. They moaned for each other. And then there was the distant echo of a two-year-old crying on a distant baby monitor. 
The noise was sudden and jarring. Fuck! Adrian moaned as she separated from her young stud. She secretly wanted to keep going. She wanted to ride Dalton's dick for the rest of the night. I'm sorry, she said as she kissed him urgently. It's okay. Don't be sorry. That was amazing, he said, still rolling off of what had just happened. Yeah, that was fucking hot. She was blown away by him. She hopped up from his bed and her body was messy and naked and beautiful. She looked freshly fucked and it was absolutely enchanting to Dalton. He was already getting hard again. She gathered up her things and came over to give Dalton a final kiss. He walked her downstairs to the front door where they kissed again, even as she reached out and grabbed Dalton's half-hard dick, savoring it one last time in her grip. Dalton wanted so much more. But she had to go. She kissed him and her fingers sadly drifted away as she bid him good night. Dalton went to brush his teeth. Adrian swooped home and tended to London's comfort, putting her back to sleep after a diaper change. When she finally went to the bathroom, she moaned a little as Dalton's cum gushed out of her pussy from where he'd filled her. Then she was brushing her teeth and washing her face off, though her thoughts were clearly still in a lusty daze. Back home, Dalton was scrubbing his own face with soap, and his cock was hard again as he thought about Mrs. Holloway's mouth on him in the shower. He rubbed an acne wash into his skin. He felt relaxed and excited. Adrian allowed her electric toothbrush to do most of the work, and she couldn't stop thinking about what she had just done. She'd sucked on Dalton's very hard cock in the shower. She'd ridden her eighteen-year-old neighbor in his own bed. She'd ground her perfect booty down onto his large dick and she loved every second of it. She'd even let him fill her with his cum. She spit her toothpaste out and rinsed. It was her first spit of the night. She had truly let herself go with him. Dalton finished drying his face and then crawled into bed wearing only his boxers. He brought his left casted hand down to softly touch his cock as he replayed every moment. He thought of her pulling her clothes off in the bathroom. The way her naked body was just suddenly on display for him. He thought of her hand washing him and how she didn't stop like she had last time. He closed his eyes and thought of how she started to slowly jack him off. It felt like some impossible fantasy come to life. Adrian crawled into her bed wearing a big t-shirt and nothing else. She was still wet as she brought her fingers down to her pussy and touched herself softly. Her mind was on his cock. His mind was on her pussy. She picked up her phone and pulled up his number. She texted him. Come over to my place tomorrow, yeah? Dalton gulped as he read the text. Yes. Absolutely. I was thinking I could clean you in my big bathtub. She said, laughing at how openly she wanted to start flirting with him now. The gloves had clearly come off. Wow, yes please. That sounds incredible. Dalton was going to have trouble falling asleep with the wood he now sported. Adrian made herself come again thinking of his cock and eventually her body relented and she fell asleep as relaxed as she had felt in months. Dalton eventually followed, as his own dreams drifted off to all the ways he wanted to fuck her. The summer of crazy fun was officially back on. 